0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Let's Debrief podcast. Jenna looks a little bit different today. Um, I am Ashley and I am joined today by Ed Newell. Hello.
1: I am just proud to be a debriefer.
0: Yes, you are I'm a proud here. debriefer. And this is your debut today. How, okay, I don't know how often you listen, but you can go ahead. Oh, not sorry. weekly. Not <laughs> yeah, weekly.
1: Yeah, yeah. I apologize to all the viewers at home. Um, but I, I don't know, maybe once a month, I would say. Okay. And, um You'll usually tell me, like, hey, we cover a certain topic that mm-hmm. I think might find interesting. And then, I like, I would go back and watch that.
0: Okay. Yeah, because I told him a couple of weeks ago. I was like, we, like, it sprinkled in over episodes. I'm like, oh, credit cards. Like, oh, yeah. like... We talked about this, and I was like, oh, we just need to have Ed on, and Jenna's feeling under the weather this week, and i um, just, we couldn't get together to record, and she was we like- We love you, Jenna. We love you, Jenna. She'll be, like, I feel like it'll, it's always fun when one of us gets to be a listener, like we've done solo episodes and then, like, couple episodes, so it's, like, fun when you get to be the listener, so I know she'll enjoy listening today, but- she was like, This would be a really good week for you and Ed to finally do the credit card episode.
1: Yeah, because Jenna has dabbled yes. in the credit card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would argue you're pretty advanced. For, for a lot of the people that I talk to about credit cards, you know quite a bit.
0: Once something like for me clicks, then I, and also like, I don't know. I feel like you and Katie are great examples to like. I mean, Katie being like one of my best. I feel like everyone's heard me talk about her before. She's one of my best friends. She and we work together. And I hear how you guys are in budgets and like how you use credit cards. And I'm like every dollar really does go to something. <laughs> like, and so it's, made, it's encouraged me to be like, I need to be paying attention to these types of things and everything. And so yeah. once it kind of clicked for me, I was just like in it. Yeah. And yeah. so um, if you couldn't guess today, we're going to be talking about credit cards and how, uh, so let's take, take me back to the very beginning. Also, anything else you want to like introduce yourself on? <laughs> I feel like I'm just jumping right in. <laughs> no,
1: Oh, good. My name's Ed. Happy to be here. Friend of Ashley for a very long time. Yes. And uh, no, just credit cards has been my hobby since about 2018. And, okay. You know, I <clears throat> I remember my wife and I just celebrated our five year wedding anniversary. Okay. And I remember having like one of those conversations dinners where you're just reflecting on the last year of your marriage, and I think we were reflecting on the first five years of our marriage, thinking what do we want to be different, and The idea that we wanted to travel more was obviously a value. Like travel was a value of our family and we wanted to travel more, but we didn't necessarily have the financial means to do so. Both of us were happy with our jobs. Um, We weren't necessarily upset about our compensation. And so like, you know, there wasn't wiggle room there to increase what we were putting out Hmm. for, uh, for spending on travel. And so I think the next thing people will do is decide like, how can I make more money? Mm -hmm. But I went on YouTube and I searched how to travel for free. Like that's literally what so I searched. So simple. Yeah, of course. And
0: I feel like that nowadays would be such a like nerve wracking thing of people being like fifty best things you can do right. and just like some schemes or whatever. I know.
1: And I don't. I don't know what I found that day. I just remember finding some credit card YouTube channels, and it was all about the world of credit card hacking um, or travel hacking to use credit cards to get free travel. And everyone is pretty familiar with the idea that you can earn rewards through your credit cards. So this is just kind of taking it to the extreme. Mm -hmm. And um, I realized pretty quickly that there was a lot of room to hack the travel industry using credit cards. And from there, it could open up a ton of different trips for Katie and I.
0: Yeah. What, okay. So you kind of, what was like your, we all have like, you kind of give like a rundown of like, that was kind of like, obviously how you got into things yeah. and then how they like your favorite deals and stuff like sure. that. And then we have people submitted some questions too. And as we're yeah. talking, there's, I feel like you're already kind of answering some, but what was like the first, like your foot in the door, <laughs> like yeah. where you're like, okay. Like, did you even have credit cards up until that point?
1: Yeah. Cause so, I feel like it
0: was really preached that like they're mm-hmm. bad.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did have a credit card, uh, at that point, I think I might add two from, I don't know, years earlier mm. that I had gotten them just, I think I had an Amazon credit card, like to get Amazon points. And I had just a random American express card. Cause I just thought American express is the best. Like that's how I viewed it. So I had an American express card my, you know, I come from, my parents are great financially they're good and they had credit cards growing up and they did something that I now encourage people to do all the time. Hmm. If you're a parent, which is once your kid hits about 16, add them as an authorized user onto your credit card, especially if you are strong financially. And if you manage your money well, if you're terrible with money, don't add keep your, keep kid. your kids like, off of yeah, it. Keep <laughs> your kids away. But if you are good with money, it's helpful to them to add them as an authorized user because then your positive payments will add to their credit history, which is a really good thing. That's really nice. So my parents had done that for me. So I know not everybody is in that same scenario, but I'm going into that moment in 2018 as, I don't know, how many years ago was that? Six years ago? I would have been 29. So, yeah. I'm 29. I have good credit. I've had my own credit cards for a while. I had no credit card debt. Had a mortgage. have car payment, like some normal debt. But... I was very good with money, which is, I think, and also a starting point that not everybody's coming from. Yeah, that's true. Like, I know how to manage my money well. I have a budget. uh, We don't overspend on crazy things. And for a lot of people, that's, like, step one is Mm -hmm. figuring out how to get your regular finances under control. And for people that are bad with money I would tell them to turn the episode off right now because it, recommending a credit <laughs> oh, card. Oh yes, I know, exactly. It, I always describe it as um, giving alcohol to an alcoholic. Yeah. Because this is money that you do not have, and you could end up in a really bad situation. But if you are fiscally responsible, can control your finances as well, um, you're not tempted to overspend what money you do not have. Credit cards can be a very good hack mm-hmm. to take advantage of the perks that the banks offer. Uh, now we know that banks are relatively evil. They're offering these things to essentially try to trick you into spending money you don't have so they can gain interest. But yeah. if you can flip that on its head, you can really take advantage of it in a pretty big way. So kind of step one would be like getting your finances in order with a budget, uh, finding a good budgeting app. There's a ton out there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, getting control of your, your finances.
0: Were you like always like, like the minute you turned like either like 16 or 18 and were earning your own income, were you always like very responsible with money? I feel like you and Katie are like just, again, like I already said, like some of the yeah. most like on top of your budget or was there something that your parents did that you yeah. were like, Hey, like every dollar counts and yeah. like it goes to something.
1: I, not really. No, I would, my parents are upper middle class, which I think that just gave me a childhood where I didn't necessarily Lack for anything. Um, you know, we weren't like super rich or anything, but um, I, I was never in lack. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, they, you know, they were able to help pay for my college, which, uh, you know, is unbelievable. So, like, yeah. even coming out of that, I didn't have like this debt hanging over my head. And I understand that that is a true blessing and I'm, I'm grateful for that. And not everyone is in that situation. So I wasn't starting. Uh, I was starting from zero, but I wasn't starting in the negative. And a lot of people, they're starting in the negative. Like, they can't even make ends meet. They're living paycheck to paycheck. And it's like, okay, how can I get out of that mess? And there are some strategies for that. Um, If you, for some reason, have bad credit, there are strategies for that that we can get into if we want. Um, But yeah, it's, for me, I just found myself being at, I guess, net zero and being able to build from there. And I don't know. You get your own house, you have, start having kids, you have a spouse, you have stuff you want to do. It's like I got to figure out what to do with my money so I can't actually put it towards the things I want. And so I kind of learned on my own. Okay. Uh budgeting, that wasn't something my, you know, not saying my parents don't do that, but it <laughs> wasn't something I was necessarily directly told. Okay. Um so yeah, figuring out a budget, figuring out how to manage money is definitely something I had to learn on my own between 21 and, you know, 29.
0: Okay. Cool. All right. So what was like your first like bonus offer or like wait or also what was like the first youtuber that was like hey this is how you actually earn travel for free (laughs) i'm so
1: glad you asked that question because (laughs) there are two credit youtubers that still make videos today who i absolutely love but they are not uh they do not have the most followers they're not like the highest guys okay because the highest guys Put out more videos. They tend to have more produced videos. There are some people that really took advantage during COVID around the stimulus checks, Um, and content like that was pumping YouTube views for these financial channels. And so, some there are some YouTubers that have tons of channels, but I wouldn't necessarily say they're the best. Okay. But one is a guy named Credit the Credit Shifu S H I F U, and he's just a dude. Like he's he has a ton of different YouTube channels. His name's Ben Hedges. But uh, he has 200,000 subscribers. So, I mean, he has a lot of subscribers, but there's guys in the millions, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I, I just think his content is very straightforward. It's very easy to follow. And he's just like an average guy. He's like a dad, father, too, who's been doing this just a little you bit very longer. very much relate. He's, yeah, he's literally <laughs> me. Uh, and then there's another guy. Um, I don't know his full name, but his YouTube name is Ask Sebi. He has 294,000 followers. And uh, Sebi's awesome. He gets very granular into the numbers. And so if you're a numbers person, like he's your guy. So uh, yeah, those were two of the channels I found right away. They've been in it for at least since 2018 because I found them since then. Yeah, Uh, But they really got me into it. And early on, I think the very first card I signed up for at that time. And again, I had some credit history. But I signed up for the Chase Sapphire Preferred.
0: That was your first uh-huh. in like a, in like starting to care about in travel and everything. Yep. That's crazy. So yep. you're already ahead of it.
1: Yep. Which is still if you're, you know, like wanting to like take notes right now. Like, what do I do? That's still arguably the number one card I recommend to people.
0: Well, I feel like actually I'm going to go open our question box because I think one person was like, I just got the Sapphire Preferred. Like, what would you recommend or like how would I spend my points? Let me go try to find it. But yeah,
1: so the Chase Sapphire Preferred, Chase Bank, um, I'm going to talk about we'll probably talk about a lot of banks. Again, all banks are relatively evil, but (laughs) in the grand scheme of things, Chase Bank is a pretty good one to get into their world because they have a lot of different cards. There's a lot of different point options and they have a lot of points that allow you to earn their brand of point, which is called chase ultimate rewards points. And you can pull those points. And if you can have multiple credit cards pulling those points, then your, your money's going to go farther. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, the chase Sapphire preferred, they have a brand of cards called the Sapphire line, chase mm. Sapphire preferred chase, chase Sapphire reserved. And the reason those are so important is because it lets you transfer those points out to things like Hyatt or Marriott or Southwest or whatever brand you want to transfer those points to, they have these transfer partners. And so that is huge. And um, I learned that pretty quickly, uh, got into Chase, got the Chase Sapphire Preferred, and that kind of kickstarted everything.
0: Okay. It was so funny. I was, um, I don't even think I was telling our friend, you know, our friend Brett, we were skiing or. tubing with him yesterday. And I I don't even think we were talking about like us recording this episode. And I was like, um, we were just talking about credit cards and he was like, I have a lot of AMX points right now. Hmm. Um, but I'm just super discouraged because AMX, like when you book travel and he said this specifically, like when you book travel with an AMX, they just like, it doesn't go far at all. Like Mm -hmm. this sucks. Mm -hmm. Like I got this bonus and everything and it's just not going to do much for me. And I was like, don't you know you gotta transfer them out?
1: <laughs> Come on, you gotta transfer them out. These banks—they all have their their travel portals. Yeah. And travel portals are, um, there's sometimes they can be effective, but for the most part, they tend to inflate the costs on there, mm-hmm. uh, and there's just limited options. Like you don't see all the options that you can actually use for hotels or flights or cruises. Sometimes are in travel portals, uh, rental cars, those things. So. Uh, yeah. If you have um, American Express, City, uh, Chase, Capital One, they all have their own version of their own version of points that if you have the right cards, you can transfer out. And so transferring those to the actual entity that you want to use, whether yeah. whatever hotel or bank, as long as it's an official partner, that's definitely the the primary way to go.
0: So someone did ask us, like, I just got the preferred Sapphire preferred. What do you recommend in like? What did she say? She said, way, what are like your tips to, to make points? points go far?
1: Yeah. So the <coughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> the best way to use, I'm sorry, I'm sick. The best way to use Chase points is transferring them out. Typically I would recommend towards Hyatt. Okay. Uh, Hyatt doesn't have a lot of transfer partners. They're a partner of Chase. There's also they're also a partner of a uh, credit card called Bilt, B-I-L-T. Ooh.
0: We should I feel like we could do a whole section on built. Mm. I don't we're not renters but we might be here soon. And mm. I was like, I gotta get that built card.
1: Yeah. So if you rent built is a really great card to have. It's under, um, I forget who it's under, I think Wells Fargo, hmm. but, uh, the built Mastercard. It's it's phenomenal card. You can get points paying your rent with it and there's no fees. Like there's no percentage to do it. So, um, if you're where you live, charges a fee, they like will mail a check on behalf of you. Like it's a whole thing. So, um, for most people, if you're renting, that is your biggest expense, like for the whole year. Yeah. So you might as well get points for it. And built rewards can transfer the Hyatt. So, uh, Hyatt, in my opinion, right now has the most um, cost effective points based model for hotels. Hmm. Marriott is very expensive hmm. uh, from a points perspective. So, how they, how they eva- value their points related to how much a room is in cash. It's just not a very good value but hmm. Hyatt is phenomenal you can get so 60,000 points is probably the bonus they got from the Chase Sapphire Preferred uh that could get you five nights in Hawaii for free right now just just that one that's bonus. crazy so um I mean it's those points can go very far yeah uh, sometimes um I think it's 60,000 I can't do I can't do math but uh 60,000 divided by eight I don't really know what that is uh, eight times it'd be.
0: wait 60,000 divided by eight
1: yeah Six? Six nights, right? What did you say? No, hold on. What? We, how are people, people are going to be like, these people are going 60,000 divided by 8,000.
0: 8,000. Sorry, okay.
1: seven and a half. Okay, so you could get seven nights. in, That's some, in some. There's some Hyatts that are only 8,000 points a night. So I stayed at a hotel in Orlando with my son, I don't know, a few months ago, and it was 8,000 points a night. So, you know, if you want to do a Disney trip, there you go. Yeah. A week's stay at a Hyatt. And that Hyatt had free breakfast, Didn't free they, parking. They shuttled you. To... There, there was a shuttle, but we we ended up driving anyways because oh, we wanted okay. to. But there was a shuttle. Like, so people want to know how to do Disney. You know, cheap. that's a huge question. That's I feel one like one get... credit card. Yeah. So that one credit card could have got us a week in Orlando. You know, you still have to pay for the tickets and everything. But the hotel's a big deal. Yeah. Right? So you don't have to stay on site at Disney or whatever. I mean, obviously it's amazing, but yeah, it's, um, like, yeah,
0: it's the whole experience. I know.
1: But we're cheap. And uh, no, we're fiscally responsible. Fiscally, so no, yeah, yeah, not cheap. So seven nights.
0: Uh,
1: and there's a lot of places like that, uh, that Hyatt's, you'll find at 8,000 points a night, 12,000 points a night. At 12,000, 60,000 points, that's five nights. So it, it can go pretty far. So I would recommend Hyatt. Um, I think, I believe IHG is a transfer too. IHG has a decent transfer rate. Um, and then if you are looking to travel internationally, Chase has a lot of good international airline yes. options. So that's another good one to transfer. But I single out Hyatt all the time because Amex, Capital One, Citi, a lot of these banks share certain transfer partners. And so I want to make sure I'm using Chase Points in an area that I can't use other points Mm, from other ecosystems. That's
0: fair. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So I remember like you're saying 2018, you got into credit cards and everything. It was 2019, I believe where you guys earned the companion pass Mm, and went to Hawaii. Okay. So Jenna, that's where Jenna and I are like similar. We were, or we were on the early Southwest train, honestly, like around the same time as you and maybe you and Katie inspired us. Um, but yeah, you've heard talk, the listeners have heard us talk about the companion pass. And so tell us all about the companion pass journey and the trips that you went on and then Hawaii as well.
1: Okay. Companion pass is a feature from Southwest airlines. And, uh, if you earn enough points in a calendar year, or if you fly enough flights in a calendar year, you earn what's called the companion pass that allows you to book flights and then bring along a companion for free. Crazy. You only has to pay like taxes and fees, which is like five bucks. Yeah. Right. So uh, it's an incredible reward. It's also extremely hard to earn. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to earn it normally, it's like absurd. You, you basically to, can't get it.
0: No, you would have to spend everything on yeah. that card. And then again, it's like, are you spending that much I money know. in a year? Like $100,000 <laughs> or
1: something, like something absurd. I mean, there's multipliers, but um, it's, so it's very hard to earn. But one way you can earn it is through getting Chase Southwest cards. Mm. And there's a little bit of a hack Uh, you guys didn't do this hack. You guys, we
0: haven't tried. So I got like, I got the Southwest card, I believe in 20, it might've even been late 2018 into 2019. No, no, no. Sorry. Late 2019 into 2020. And I just had... Kind of put two and two together about using like airline or like credit card points to get flights, and I had some travel coming up that I wanted to use it for. And at the time, I was single, so I was like, I don't really care about the companion pass. So my train or my bonus came and went when I like spent on stuff. And since we've been married, we just haven't.
1: Does Cole have a personal Southwest card? Mm -mm, Okay, not yet. So here's you guys can pull this off. Yes, (laughs) and I don't even know if you know where I'm going, but if you get a personal card and a business card mm. Southwest you get those points will pool and you can earn south you can earn the companion pass right away hmm. and so you can't have more than one personal Southwest card through Chase that's one of their like rules okay okay so you already have a personal south i think they have three different uh, personal cards yeah. so if you have one you well, i mean you can get the other ones but you won't get a bonus oh okay okay, okay. and the
0: bonus is, for if you, this wasn't clear the bonuses are the main motivation oh yeah
1: this is man this is so interesting trying to talk about it because
0: <laughs> yeah, like, a duh. bonus is
1: a sign up bonus yeah. that you get for one the moment you get the card within the first few months if you spend a certain amount of money you get a large pool of points yeah so it's, it's called a sign up bonus Every so, card is different. Every card's different.
0: If there's usually like we had uh, one recently where it was like a pretty big s- spend, but for a lot of points. Sure. And so it really varies. I think Southwest. Southwest. I feel like typically is like three thousand and spend over three months or something. Something like that. It's yeah. Fa- it's
1: fairly fairly low, but you can do something like um, where Cole applies for the personal card. You guys hit the bonus pretty quick. Then get the uh, apply for the business card under Cole's name as well. Okay hit that bonus, those two bonuses together would earn him the companion pass. So you guys have more companion pass in your future. We do, and that's
0: what, like, we're doing, and I've talked about this on the podcast, we're doing international travel this year, and so I'm looking ahead to 2025 being, like, our... Because what is it, like, you... It's, like, when you hit it, you get the rest of that calendar year, and then the next year. Yeah, so
1: depending on when you hit it... So let's say if you earn the companion pass in June of 2024... You have it for the remainder of 2024 and then all of 2025. Okay. So there's a trick that if you attempt to get all those points as early in the year as possible, you can almost get it for almost two full calendar years.
0: Mm. And okay. so the
1: way that people do that is you apply for the one of those cards. You know, business, business has a higher minimum spend, so people like to start with that. I think my mom's actually trying to do this right now. Literally, in, in real time, she's okay. doing this is you apply for that in like November and by the time you get three months to hit it. So it's going to be early January where you hit that bonus, mm-hmm. right? Immediately apply for the other card personal or business. And so by like March, you've hit two bonuses in that calendar year. Mm. And so then you could have companion pass for like the remainder of that whole year, March mm-hmm. through December. And then again, the whole. is that what you guys year. ended up doing? So we did it. Um, that, that is what also we you need
0: to mention um referring
1: oh yeah referral bonuses so many many different cards and issuers will have referral bonuses so you can offer uh like if you if my friend wanted to sign up i can get a referral link generated on my account send it to my friend and i get points not every issuer does that yes um, yeah and not even every card does that within an issuer mm. so it's It's a little interesting, but Southwest cards on chase do. Yeah. So that's another way. And that goes towards companion pass. So So if
0: you have five friends lined up. Boom. It can be 100,000 points right there.
1: Exactly. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So you want to try and hit all those points as early as you can in the counter to take advantage of it. I don't remember if we had it in 2019 and 2020 or 2020 and 2021. I honestly can't remember. I
0: think it was 2019. I'm I, just trying to remember because, I mean, did you even use it in 2020?
1: So here's the thing. We primarily used it in 2020, oh, which is okay. Then Maybe I
0: have it backwards and maybe it was 2020 I, I honestly
1: don't remember. But <clears throat> um, the thing that I do recall is COVID happening and really disrupting my use of the companion You're
0: past. like, oh, this is like...
1: <laughs> but no, we... Um, We did go to Hawaii and we did book it with the companion pass, but then we ended up canceling that and booking another airline first class. So we ended up actually not using it for the trip to Hawaii, but um, we initially did. Uh, But we went to Dallas, we went to um, Arizona, uh, we went to Florida, I think multiple times using it. Uh, So we got tons of free travel over those two years. And I think we had it for probably a year and a half total.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember, like, uh, Katie, like, because we work with her, and so she would just be like, oh, I'll be gone that Sunday. I'll be gone. And I'm like, where are you going? And Or actually, you wouldn't even go, like, on Sundays, but it was like. um, And she's like, oh, we're going to Dallas. I was like, oh, what's in Dallas? She's like, well, we have this companion pass. Uh So it's just like, might as well. And also, which I didn't know, is that you, I think it's like a, as we're talking, maybe 135000 for the Companion Pass. Something like that. And you can use those points still. Right. I thought you literally cashed in on them uh, like you were purchasing it. No. And so I was like, then you go to zero. But our friend no. Joe had yeah. it this year. And he was- Did be- he earn it? No. Oh,
1: Don't Joe. talk to him about it. Don't
0: talk to him about it. Wow. <laughs> He's very sensitive over it, which is very fair. He was only like within 20,000 points. Um, but- he was like, yeah, pulling like from his bonus and everything. And I was like, Oh, okay. So you essentially like, I mean, depending on what kind of trips you're taking that person that you pay for, like their rate, it could also travel for free
1: because you're putting, like you're you're using points for me and I'm bringing you along for free. So yeah, I mean, we got a lot of free travel over that time and we fly to Florida a lot. My wife's parents are in Florida. So, um, getting down there, was awesome. And yeah. to have an entire ticket paid for for like two years was phenomenal. So
0: nice. So yeah. that, okay. I'm just going to like, i didn't prep you with any of these questions. Okay. I'm going to throw this at you. What do you feel like in the credit card journey so far is your greatest accomplishment?
1: Oh, well we, I have a whole video on YouTube about this.
0: You have a whole YouTube channel. Yeah. I
1: have a YouTube channel, which I, my YouTube and my Instagram is way Slowed down because uh, of my other job, so um, <laughs> I just haven't had a lot of time to invest in it. But this is still a personal hobby of mine, and I'm gonna continue to try and document at least my personal experiences through it. And I have people all the time who are finding this stuff that I already have there, and it's still benefiting them, which yes. I'm really grateful for. But I have my my biggest video on YouTube is how we went to Europe for free, and we essentially did almost a two week trip to Europe, and we balled out i mean we did first class business class to and from like insane but you don't have to do that yeah pretty much i could uh, there's cards right now that you could get and get like you and a partner to europe round round trip in economy like -hmm. already and then you just gotta worry about hotels once you get there sorry very good (laughs) so excuse me getting to europe was definitely the the biggest accomplishment that I, that we've had and that took a lot of planning a lot of travel because i was committed yeah. to doing it for basically zero spend and we and we did i had to pay taxes and fees and we also paid for all of our experiences that we yeah. did in europe but all of our hotels for like 12 nights 13 nights were completely covered uh business class round trip flights like lay down seat business class legit Ugh, stuff. unbelievable to and from Europe that was the best okay
0: so what was it ended up being 12 to 13 12 nights 13 days I think I was right okay how much would you if you're comfortable saying at the end of the day do you feel like you spent on the trip as a whole
1: oh I definitely know this okay but (laughs) so we but as it was like two years in the making I was planning to do this trip because we had to pull points American Airlines points Hyatt points Marriott points like I was pulling all these points And all that while, as well, I was also saving cash because I knew I wanted to go to Europe and us feel like we weren't going to hold anything back. Yeah. I ended up spending over two weeks, probably close to six grand in activity costs. However, about a thousand of that was spent on some last minute expenses that we just couldn't have foresaw. Hmm. Like we had a um, train ticket out of Rome to go to Venice, That there was a railroad strike. And so then I had to rebook a flight like somewhere else. And then I had to book a hotel Mm. uh, two days early in Paris. And so I had like a bunch of these costs that came out of nowhere. I ended up losing uh, like a thousand bucks in that whole process. And unfortunately, it was just, you know, I couldn't do anything about it. But but it's nice that you like
0: had saved the money in advance and like,
1: Yeah. yeah. I remember talking to a friend about it and without that all of those things would have cost five grand and she said would you have spent six grand on all that and I said yeah I would have and she was (laughs) like so don't worry about that so I thought that was a nice way to look at it but that was we went into this trip and it was like we're not I'm not even looking at what I'm spending if we want something we were going to do it so I had that money saved up and we kind of did that was for our 10 year anniversary and it was like yeah we're, we're going all out
0: I love that um Like what are, I'm trying to think, what are like your favorite either like types of deals to like hunt down or I also, I feel like a lot of people have asked you since Europe because I, you documented a lot of different things on your YouTube channel about Europe. What are you like looking ahead at now? What's the next goal?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Katie and I have talked about this a lot. I have a few that I really like to do. I want to get down to Australia, but um, Katie doesn't want to do Super long flight, so I got to convince her on that. Mm-hmm. I also really want to do an African safari. Um, and, like, I have enough points right now. We could go anywhere in the world and do anything yeah. we want right now because points that I've pulled. So it's just basically trying to figure out what we want to do and pull the trigger on it. But we both, even though we were just were there, we both really want to go to Italy. Like, we, we went, we were in Italy, France, and England, and we just loved Italy so much. So we want to get back there, like, pretty much as soon as possible and spend some dedicated long time in Italy. Uh, So that's on the short list and Italy's close enough of a flight that it doesn't intimidate my wife and I could tell her like we're going next week and she'd be like, okay. So, um, I think that's on the horizon, but yeah, to do an African safari is on the bucket list and, um, yeah, get down to like the Maldives, Mm. Fiji, somewhere in that. All of
0: these places that feel unattainable, yeah. Be but because they could literally run you ten to fifteen thousand dollars. Well,
1: prior to going to Europe, we felt like Europe was unattainable. Mm. Like the idea of flying to Europe and going across three countries and you know, all those hotels, that that trip in and of itself, the flights alone were forty thousand dollar flights that I booked. And Absolutely the hotels crazy. I don't know, twelve twelve nights. I mean, if you say on average it was three hundred bucks a night, you know, thousands of dollars of hotel costs, yeah. right? So that trip was an unattainable trip and the only reason we could do it is because of credit card points. So, uh, for us, it was all worth the planning and the looking ahead. And like, I have a whole spreadsheet. I'm a, I'm a weirdo about it, but (laughs) it's to us, it allowed us to have this 10 year anniversary trip that that no other way we would have been able to have it. Yeah. Again, if you're good with your finances, you can hack this industry so unbelievably well. And, um, you know, for me right now, um, I just mentioned I'm pulling all these points, but I actually encourage people if you have points, spend them because you never know when a hotel chain or an airline chain is going to devalue their points mm. and you get screwed in the process. So yeah. if you got points, spend them, use them. Don't you know regret spending them. It's like, no, just if you have a trip you want to take right now, just take it and yeah. you know, get the best value you can.
0: So I feel like, like, as you're saying, like, up obviously you've given the warning of like be responsible and don't spend any money you don't have i feel like it's a very i mean we live in sometimes like a depending on who you talk to like a dave ramsey world where it's like yeah. cash is everything what are like some of the like myths i don't know <sighs> if it's like necessarily myths off like the top of your head yeah. but like things maybe the general public believes yeah. but you're like uh, i disagree
1: yeah dave ramsey would not support this model <laughs> um and if you're not familiar with him, it's fine but um his main point is that credit cards make you spend more and they honestly, they do. Um, they, I agree with him on that point point. and they, it tends to just trick your mind into spending a little bit more than you would have otherwise. In the way I approach credit card rewards, that is a hundred percent true because I went to Europe. Yeah, I got there for free. Yeah. I stayed for free, but I spent six grand on experiences. Had I not gone, I would not have spent that six grand. Yeah. Right? So that is the, his whole point is even if you got points you're gonna use them in a way that's gonna prompt you to spend more money. So he's not necessarily wrong about that. But you can have different strategies to credit card points. A lot of people do cashback. Yeah. And the and people are very familiar with this. I get 5% cash back, whatever. It just goes on to my statement, you know. Uh, and a lot of people in the credit card community on YouTube, TikTok, whatever, they're all cashback. And in that model, they know that I'm spending money. I'm getting cash back. It goes right to my statement. And at the end of the day, I'm not spending any more money than I need to. I'm just getting a whole lot of money off of what I'm spending. I do not disagree with that strategy. But for me, I went into this in 2018 wanting to travel. Travel was a value of mine. I already set aside money to travel anyways. Mm. Right? Like I'm, I'm saving money every month for my family to travel. But now that money goes a lot farther because I'm adding it on top of credit card points. Hmm. So previously I just didn't have the points and I could use that minimal money to, I don't know, go to Florida or wherever. Yeah. Now I can go to Europe and whatever, right? So (laughs) um, Maldives and whatever. Maldives (laughs) and whatever. So uh, that's really nice. But, and, you know, my scenario, like we have... Between my wife and I, we're probably around thirty credit cards between the two of us. We have no. Which, p- like
0: some people are gasping. I have at- thirty credit <laughs> cards. We have no
1: credit card debt, um, but we have thirty credit cards, and I've and they're f- across all kinds of banks. I got points stockpiled everywhere, but you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> if you were going to like pick one bank to just like jump in and have points in this one bank and this one point system, I would probably recommend Chase. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Chase is a really their app is really easy to use. Their transfer partners are really used, They have Hyatt. Um, And again, a lot of international partners. So, you know, off the top of my head, you get something like the Chase Sapphire Reserve or preferred Chase Sapphire Preferred, uh, the Chase Freedom Unlimited, the Chase uh, Freedom Flex. Those right there is uh, about 100,000 bonus points you can get. And uh, only one of them has an annual fee, which is the preferred at ninety five dollars. So for ninety-five bucks a year, which is basically what you're paying to have access to the transfer partners, mm-hmm. okay, you have a hundred thousand bonus points basically sitting, like ready for you to apply and get and earn. And if you have a significant other or a friend or something, and you can pull points together,
0: yeah, that's, that's so true. hundred
1: thousand points uh, at a couple's fingertips. So um, it takes a little bit of organizing, uh, but it's available to every, every person and man, 200,000 chase points. Like, Oh my gosh.
0: Feels like candy. I know, like, <laughs> like
1: you, you could get some pretty amazing trips out of that many points.
0: But yeah, you kind of like mentioned, um, Oh crap. I forgot where I was going to go with that. Oh yeah. You, you mentioned like, it's in like the credit card game. Like there's not, it's not just travel, but a lot of people are like travel, yeah. but you can't, if you look like it's, if you have um, a chase card, like we have uh, my husband and I do, we can see like, um, you can get the cash back, you can get it in gift cards and you could just like, yep. I think one of my parents' cards, cause it's like linked up on our Amazon. It's like, you have a thousand dollars in Amazon right now. I know. Yeah. So there are, if you're like, okay, I don't really like flying or traveling that much. Mm-hmm. It's like, everybody's different. Like you're, it's not just for people that want to travel credit cards.
1: Absolutely. I, I love my Amazon card. It gives me 5% back on all of my Amazon purchases, mm-hmm. uh, which is the highest I know it, that I'm aware of and so that just pulls into my amazon account and then we just apply it to future amazon purchases we yes. order so much on amazon this card has zero annual fee mm-hmm. it's like why not have it uh we have that card it, that physical card sits in our safe at home we don't use it anywhere else yeah. it's just linked to amazon and so we don't really have a lot of risk about it getting compromised or anything uh, but I do, I will say for myself who has this many cards, I do have credit monitoring. I pay for that. Mm. Uh, and so that just helps me have a peace of mind about managing all these credit cards. Um, but I'd rather have my credit card hacked than like a debit card or my bank account. right? Because then it's Yeah. Um, it's so much easier
0: to dispute. Yeah.
1: And the credit cards, they typically, I mean, they'll, they'll fight for you in those regards. So, um, so yeah, Amazon cashback card is, is awesome. If you have prime, You know, there's a higher end version to get the five percent, and I'm already paying for Prime, so I might as well have it.
0: Exactly. Okay, I told you before we started that my mom. um, Oh yeah. Had so my I think I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but my sister's moving to Australia, and I might have said that we at one point were also going to go, um, but we just changed a plan since then. But um, I was talking to my mom, and they got um, the Amex Platinum in September of 22 or yeah September 2022 and then opened the Chase Sapphire um I don't know if preferred it, or reserve yeah I don't know which one it is in August of 22 um my mom said I so with going to Australia, and they also, while they're in Australia, on their way back, um, they're going to celebrate their 25th wedding anniversary in Fiji. Okay. So they're like, we're dropping our kid off. Like it's a once in a lifetime thing. Like my sister's only there for two years. They're like, I don't know if we're gonna make it back. So once dropping her off, we're gonna make the best of it. And so I was like, you have credit cards, right? Like you should really look into like using some of your points. And she was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh my gosh. And so I was like telling, I was like, hey, you should watch Ed's videos. Yeah, you should talk to Ed. So she sent me this whole breakdown of what she did. I'm gonna read it to you, and I want to okay. get your reaction. All right, okay. come on, Brittany. She said, open the open for the invitation. Bonus points um, pays all the monthly bills on the AMX plus some wedding, and then use the Sapphire Chase Sapphire to pay for colonize wedding. So that's where. Like where the need, I guess, came through. Also, this is like a huge thing on TikTok. Everyone says, if you are, if you get engaged and I have a few couples, like we're Mm. shooting their wedding next year where they're like, can I wait to pay you until our wedding credit card comes in? And I'm like, absolutely. If you are paying for a lot of stuff yourself, pay your vendors on a credit card. And I know a lot of people that will also do like no interest for like 18 months or something. So it's like, let's earn some points and like, maybe we'll pay it down or whatever. Obviously use responsibly, but with points, you can basically pay for your honeymoon
1: 100 <laughs> percent. that is a i love that tip it's so practical and attainable and i would say if you have any large expenses coming up that's yes. a really good time to apply for a card and you know put the put those expenses on that but yeah wedding is such an easy one to say and you know hopefully we all get married and have lots of love <laughs> in our lives and so for that it's like get some credit cards earn those points pay for your honeymoon
0: yes so they, yeah, when Cole and I got engaged, they opened this card to help with some expenses. So she said her current point values, 108,000 chase points okay. and then 215 AMX points. Okay. Um, so also, I feel like she did something that maybe I've heard you not like scoff at, but just be mm-hmm. like, I don't I'm interested to see your take mm-hmm. on like this. Uh, so flights to Brisbane one way, 55,000 points times three. For her, my dad, and my sister, putting them at uh, 165,000 points plus $85 in fees. So she is looking to use her chase points for the flights, and she has 108. So she Hmm. found a deal with United that she would have to purchase 60,000 points. Hmm. But she said that they are running like a sale or something right now. And so to pay. Cash for each one way would have basically been $1,500 a person. Okay. And to buy the remainder of the points would have been $1,100.
1: Buy the remainder of the points. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, how much, you don't know how much they were selling the points for?
0: I don't. She said um, online sale of uh, 45% off here. You can kind of look to see the numbers. Yeah,
1: interesting. Um, It's okay. I mean, here's what I would say. Having good value and how you use the points is a huge topic in the credit card community. And even like credit card YouTubers, TikTokers almost argue with one another about how to properly value this. And it's a little bit of a converse. It's a little bit of a, just a stupid conversation. Like <laughs> if, if she's doing this trip, you guys yeah. are going to Australia. It's happening. Like it's happening. She wants to go there. She wants to spend as little as money as possible. So do that. Spend as little as money as possible. Use the points you got. And make sure that it's going to be a trip that you remember forever. Right. So uh, I'm definitely not in the business of critiquing per se. Um, I will say, uh, for that for 1100, um, for 1100 more like to buy the remainder of the points. So I got to pay $1,100 plus use the points I got mm-hmm. instead of paying 1400.
0: I don't know. A person. A person
1: per person oh 1100 total
0: so yeah yeah, yeah. 1100 oh, total Oh,
1: that's way different yeah okay
0: so she so had yeah, that yeah she okay. basically had enough to cover her and my dad okay had to pay okay. for my sister so okay. would've, we would have been looking at 45 oh
1: yeah and, and now, now she we're only had to pay 1100, 1100. Yeah. yeah no i think that's good i haven't done any of the flights to australia Would you were looking at flights australia because we were going to be on this yeah Do you remember how many points your flights were
0: I don't remi- remember. I think it was actually, yeah, yeah, yeah It was around 50 it, or something. It was 40, I think.
1: Yeah. Um, High 40s, I feel like. On American. maybe. Something like way. that. One way, yeah. Or maybe, I think they do it like 47, five. Okay. Or something like that.
0: This is so, with United. <clears throat> transferring. With United. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and United is better than American. So, the, um, it, I don't know. It feels It feels kind of good. It, again, I, I'm not totally in the business of critiquing people per se, mm-hmm. but on face value, yeah, looks great. Using good use of points. The trip you want to take great. and
0: expenses lately, yeah, they were already paying on and everything, and then they're going to go ahead and use their AMX points to get them. Let's see. Okay, AMX is paying for a Marriott stay in Fiji. Okay, uh, four mm-hmm. nights at two sixty five two hundred sixty five thousand points, and then you get the fifth night free.
1: Yeah, that's that's huge. Um, uh, that's a Marriott thing and an IHG thing. Um, so that that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's good. Marriott, like, and I said this earlier. Marriott has some of the least value-based redemptions at the moment. When she but, told me it was
0: like in the twos, I was like, "That's crazy." But this is all like, I don't think they're getting this type of room. But it's a night. It's a hotel that has like yeah. um, the overwater bungalows and everything like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so,
1: yeah, definitely. does she have an overwater bungalow or is it? Ocean I don't
0: view? even think that they it's offer probably, them yeah, I don't as they do. rewards. Yeah, just ocean
1: view. But that's still great. Yes. And <clears throat> Marriott's obviously have very good hotels, especially their higher end ones. So she, it's probably going to be an absolutely stunning thing. But if I was just like flat out looking at any city, I would prefer a Hyatt or an IHG before a Marriott because yeah. I'm going to get better value there. But if I don't have those points, I don't have those points. So sounds awesome. Take me with you, Brittany.
0: I know. She's so excited. She. I think, yeah, in the end, they're going to pay for like an Airbnb in Australia. But then they just got to work. Like the flight from Brisbane to Fiji is like... 200 bucks Mm -hmm. and then they do have to pay from fiji back to orlando where they live but um again they're uh, like they're kind of in the same boat of like uh, something we needed to do and then Mm -hmm. but fiji being like an addition they never took a honeymoon and so they're just they're 25 years in and they're like we're getting our dream honeymoon so they're really excited rob and Brittany. Brittany. (laughs) okay i don't know where we're add on time, but I was going to throw some questions at you that the people, the people wrote in. Um, if someone has no credit cards, um, what is a good start, good card to start building credit in points?
1: Yeah. Um, if you have no credit cards, you have no, no credit history, you probably want to start with something like a capital one, Quicksilver. Uh, they're, they're very easy to get even if you have, um, you're not going to earn a lot of points. In that model, but that's not your main concern right now. Your main concern is building credit. So get that card and um, just start earning credit, make payments on it, make on time payments. Don't miss a payment. Uh, that's bad for a your huge credit. Yeah. And um, yeah, and just hold that card basically forever. You're gonna have that card forever because that's gonna be now your, one of your longest cards you've ever had. So just kind of hold on to that. Um, If you even have a little bit of credit, you might be able to look at something like a Chase Freedom Unlimited or Chase Freedom Flex and start getting into the Chase ecosystem. Uh, But yeah, uh, Capital One, another really good starter card is the Discover It, uh, Hmm. Discover It Cashback. Um, Those are really popular. If you are in the net negative with credit, like you got bad credit for whatever reason, then you want to look for a secured credit card and uh, you can get a Capital One Quicksilver secured uh, most credit cards that we understand are what are considered unsecured. Hmm. Um, so a secured card is where I give the bank a hundred dollars. They give me a credit card back with a limit of a hundred dollars. Hmm. Okay? okay. And so they don't care if I miss a payment cause they already got money up front. Okay. okay? But what that happens is it allows me to put a small expense on there and pay it off on time, put a small expense on there, pay it off on time. You do that for roughly six months, they'll give you that hundred bucks back. It becomes an unsecured card, so it's kind of like a down deposit for them. Uh, and unfortunately, that's just the game of American credits. <laughs> like you just got to play the game in a way, and um, it, which sucks in a lot of ways. But get out of that credit hole, and then you can start um, getting cards that earn points and go from there.
0: Yeah, I feel like a lot of people would like want if they don't have. Maybe like established credit or anything, or hearing us talk, and they're like, okay, so the Chase Sapphire Reserve or Preserved, Preserved, please. Preserve is what I, what is it?
1: Preferred. Preferred
0: thank you. Um, is what I need to go for. And it's like, um, <laughs> maybe off the bat, you wouldn't qualify for something like that. You might
1: not, but you'd be, if you have like, I don't know, if you're higher than like 680, maybe somewhere in that range, you probably are gonna be okay. That's, I'm just guessing they don't like put it out there what you need. Right. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know your credit score, get it for free. Credit, credit Karma, Karma is really good. Um, Experian, um, which is one of the three major credit bur- bureaus. You can have a free account there. Um, and, it, you know, it's a myth to use those things and look at your credit. People are like, oh, I'm so nervous. If to I look, look at my it. Credit. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to go down. Uh, no, that's not that's not it. There's things called a hard pull, which is like when you do an application and that can ding your credit like a few points, but it'll go back up uh, after a little bit of time. And then there's thing called soft pulls. You don't really need to worry about soft pulls. Soft pulls is what like Credit Karma or Experian would do.
0: Okay. So much knowledge. I feel like this. I feel like I should have started this with like classes in session. <laughs> like, everyone's like, I come for you and Jenna to I just know. like laughing.
1: Yeah, you and Jenna are like, <laughs> send us your dirty secrets anonymously. And I'm like, how to check your credit score? People are gonna be like, tuning out.
0: This is like, it feels like Dad Corner. almost it does. Almost it like, does. It's you like, guys need go to have check me your back. engine and get your oil changed. Yeah.
1: Have me back for one of the episodes of, like, send us your friend secrets or whatever yeah. you guys are just promoting. And you're
0: just... Yeah, I feel like also I didn't do any type of intro. We just were like, all right, let's just get know, we talking. We catch like, up on our
1: weeks. I know.
0: Okay, what if we do that at the end? All Okay, right. All right, we'll save it for the end. Um, okay, this is a fun one. What's something that you regret or would do differently with your credit card history or journey?
1: Oh, that's, that's a really good one. Um, I think if I... I'd have to really like assess that a little bit. But if I went back, um, I wouldn't have gotten Katie a Southwest card because now what I just told you earlier, you through Cole have another two years of companion pass like available to you. So I got Katie a Southwest personal card years ago. And so now that idea of doing a business and personal card for her stacking to try and get companion pass, it's not available to us anymore. Um, so that's a little unfortunate. Um, that, that's probably the biggest one. Okay. That's, that's the only one I can really think of off the top of my head um, is yeah, getting, getting us each a Southwest card that limited our options for her to get the companion
0: pass. Also, and an the myth, as you like said that, I feel like people are like, oh, I don't have a business. That sucks. I can't get the business card.
1: Come on, (laughs) okay, anybody can get a business card. You do not need a business. Now, here's the thing. Some credit card people, like YouTubers, TikToks, will advise you incorrectly around this because they almost will advocate that you lie, and I do not recommend you lie to the bank. But when you do a business application, you can apply as a sole proprietor. When it asks for an EIN, you just put in your social security number. And when it asks you what you do, any side hustle that you even remotely do counts. If you have ever sold something to Once Upon a Time, you are a sole Once proprietor. Upon a child. <laughs> Once Upon a Time. If you ever went on Face, sold something on Facebook Marketplace, you are a sole proprietor. Um, anything, literally anything. So, um, the hard part is doing the business application and. Picking an appropriate mm. uh, category for what your business would be described because yeah. there's not there was even on like Facebook. one for
0: like photographer. It was I know, so, <laughs>
1: hard. so it's very odd. So you got to find it's some that takes some time to try and find the one that even remotely can be close. Uh, but then when it asks your expected income this year, say 500 bucks, you know something super low, uh, you know, because if you really wanted to, you could sell stuff in your house and earn 500 bucks this year. Yeah. Um, and when it says how much you're going to spend a month, I put what I plan to spend a month on this card, which I don't know, might be 500 bucks. Right. So I be as honest as you can as a sole proprietor, but business cards are available to anybody. Anybody can get them. If you have a business, great. Then you can get those cards. And I know some people that get business cards using their business credit. Um, they just don't necessarily put them on their business books, Mm. which is fine, uh, what I just recommend to those people is don't miss a payment. Cause you, then you're going to screw your business credit history, but it's their business. So they're not inclined to do that. So, yeah. um, so yeah, you, there's a lot of different ways to get business cards.
0: Fun. Um, so we've got a lot of the other questions like, Oh, it's tip for like young adults having like a card or like, what's one card everyone should have just for clarity's sake. Like, <clears throat> I feel like you've already kind of touched on it.
1: Yeah, I would do chase. Um, well, Amazon, if you got Amazon, yes. 100%. Uh,
0: the Zimmerman household loves our Amazon card, and it also works at Whole Foods. Yeah,
1: oh, exactly. And uh, So I would say Amazon for sure. I would say don't get sucked into Amex because they uh, a lot of their premium cards have annual fees, and I just feel like there are better options out there with no annual fees. I'm not afraid of annual fees, but you need to be able to justify why you're paying that every single month. But uh, yeah, the Amazon card's great, um, and... Any, anything in chase that's going to earn you chase ultimate rewards points, I think is going that direction.
0: Perfect. And then somebody else asked, which you and Katie, I feel like have like obviously decent experience in this, but traveling with kids, any, and is there anything in within the credit card yeah. that you've done? I mean, the kids can't have cart or like can't be not, set no, up not or anything at, Not yet. at this
1: young. Um, there's like, I was saying earlier that you can add a, a child as like as young as 16, there are some cards I think that you can add as young as 12 okay. to start building their credit. Uh, I'm not actually aware of how young, what's the minimum age to actually apply for a card. I assume it's like 18, but it might be like 16 or 17. So yeah. um, I guess it's possible that you might be able to have a older teenager start earning their own points and applying for their own cards. So that's definitely possible. Um no, traveling with kids on points um, is just what you expect. It's more expensive. Right? <laughs> so uh, I need twice as many points as a couple without kids to get my whole family somewhere. So yeah. Just is what it is. I would kids say. Kids travel
0: free until they're two?
1: Um, or like the year that yeah, they're like, two up until three? I think, I think that's on Southwest. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, up until two. I'm not actually sure. Some Overall. Others. Uh, yeah, when do they count as, like, a lap child, you know, something like that. Or not count as a lap child. I think it's two. Okay. Um, So.
0: It's like a free passenger for a while. Yeah. With ten times the amount of work. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, no, you just need need extra points. But right now, like, our personal strategy is to get points to do these trips, like, just for us. As our kids get older, we're going to want to take them to those special places. For right now, we use points to help us get to, like, Florida and back. Yeah. Um, But. Yeah, no, no, nothing fancy with kid travel yet.
0: Yeah, nothing fancy. You and Harrison got to take like a special trip, which like you did talk about. Okay, very briefly, if there's, Mm -hmm. because I know that you don't like this like brand of cards, but your family's big Disney people Mm. and there's a Disney credit card with Chase.
1: There are multiple Disney (coughs) (laughs) cards. I'm so sorry. There are multiple Disney credit cards with Chase. Both are terrible values. Yeah. Uh, they have a few interesting perks that might be good, like some percentage off on merchandise in the park or something. But um, no, truly, you would be better off on like any other card, literally any other card from Chase, Capital One, you know, City, American Express that earns like their transferable points, their flexible currencies than going... Disney because many of them have like travel categories like generic travel Hmm. categories so booking flights um, many of them have entertainment categories so booking tickets to a theme park you're going to get more points off of them Hmm. uh, using a a separate card that has a travel and entertainment category versus using a Disney card so uh, no I do not recommend them we have one but I literally got it because I wasn't sure what card to get next and it was like 300 bucks in our pocket, but
0: that was like card
1: number 29 for us so <laughs> yeah. um, just put it very roughly, very low on
0: the list I feel like people see yeah. that one pop up and they're like
1: Disney oh my
0: goodness like could I, I earn like Free like trip. off my trip there was someone that wrote in a couple of weeks ago that was like saying that she was going to Disney with her mm-hmm. like kids and like asked me like any tips and it was definitely much more of like what parks should I go to but I feel like for you guys it, like for in planning a trip yeah like use look at some of those staying off property and using some of those either chase points or like Transferring to Hyatt and everything because that could be, like you mentioned earlier, an entire week's stay for free.
1: Yeah. Um, Built MasterCard has points for theme park tickets. So that was oh. one I mentioned earlier. Um Capital, let's see. Um, oh, you also can use cards to buy um this that gets a little sticky because credit card companies will shut this down if you're doing it too much, but use a credit card to buy a gift card. So like if I go to my local grocery store, add a Disney gift card into that, and so I'm gonna get points for that spend, and then I just can apply that uh, to, to Disney later on. Um, but use a credit card that gets good multipliers back at the grocery store, so you get, you get points there. Um, so there are little tricks you can do for Disney. Yeah. But yeah, most of the time, you want a card that has a generic travel category. That's gonna help you with hotels and flights. And you want a card that has an entertainment category of sorts, which can help with like theme park uh, ticketing.
0: Did you see the one um, article of like this family that was like a family of 10 that bought um, like $10,000 worth I did. of Disney Plus. Disney Plus? Isn't that heartbreaking? Okay, that-
1: Oddly enough, that happens more than you think because oh, I'm, no. I'm a big one of my favorite subreddits is the credit card subreddit okay. and people will post stuff on there all the time. And I, I honestly, I probably say three or four times this year I've seen someone comment on that. But that one went viral, the one you're talking about. But people make that mistake a lot. That's, you cannot and there's just use Disney plus credit cards for a Disney trip.
0: Yeah. So if you are, cause I feel like that might've been like a, a travel hack, maybe like that the family was planning on doing and they literally purchased like $10,000 worth of Disney plus instead of, there are regular Disney cards that can get you in the theme park or like gift cards that can get you in the theme park, but they just purchased the wrong ones. And once it's done, it's done. It's Hopefully done. Disney threw like a trip at them. I would feel
1: I. I don't know. They're they're I intense. Think, yeah, people. <laughs> those people got screwed.
0: Yeah. Sure. Any other things that you want to? No, say? I don't know.
1: I mean, we we skimmed a lot of stuff and made a lot of assumptions. I think in the beginning of this about like what is a sign up bonus, right? So if you want to know more, you know, I have my YouTube, I have my Instagram. You can follow me. Um, but again, there are far better people on YouTube and Instagram than me. Um, and so you know, just search credit card travel hacking on YouTube and you'll find a lot of good people. I mentioned credit Shifu and I'm um, Sebi earlier. Uh, but there, but there's, um, you know, a ton out there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Daniel Braun is on YouTube right now. He's one of my favorites. He's over in Philly.
0: Oh, um, nice. Yeah.
1: Uh, but <clears throat> he's excellent on credit cards. So, um, I'd go on YouTube and do a little bit of research and you'll figure it out.
0: Yes, we. Uh, let's debrief. Uh, listeners are going to be travel hackers and money savers in the year 2024. Amen. <laughs> All right. Well, like we said, I we didn't do any kind of intro or anything. This is Ed. We've known each other now for. Oh gosh, a long time. Yeah, twenty like sixteen or something mm-hmm. like that, which is crazy. Oh, is it's crazy. almost coming up on our ten year friendiversary. Uh, <laughs> aw, that's nice. Um, but yeah, we've like worked each other with each other for a couple years now, and i um, I officiated your wedding. You officiated my wedding. Wow. We're best friends. Mm-hmm. His his wife is mm-hmm. one of my best friends that I talk about on the podcast often. You
1: and you are probably no. You might be my best female friend, other than my wife. I think that's true. Shut up! I I swear. Wow. Like I don't know another person that I talk to more than you. Another female that I talk to more than you.
0: That's oh, that's so sweet. There you go. Wow. All right. Well, <laughs>
1: <On that note. laughs>
0: there's literally nothing left to say after something that I sweet. Know. I know. All right. Well, thank you so much. Again, we were kind of in a pinch this week. I appreciate cool. we finally were able to sit down and nobody wanted to hear from just me. Like we finally were able to get, um, this episode out. And so, We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this was beneficial. And like, again, we had been teasing it for so long that I hope that you're like, finally, instead of like, oh, I don't really care. But like we said, we're going to be saving money in 2024. Follow Ed on um, Ed Points to Places. Ed Points to
1: Places on Instagram. And I think just search Ed Noel Credit Cards on YouTube and I'll come
0: up. Yeah, perfect. All right, we love you guys and have an amazing week. Bye. (laughs)